Welcome to the Without Limits podcast, where we discuss running, endurance sports, nutrition, race directing events, and ways to improve your life physically, mentally, and spiritually, all from the perspective of the endurance athlete. I'm your host, Tom Clifford, and my guest in this podcast is 60-year-old runner Brenda Eslack and 70-year-old runner Eddie Buchanan. Eddie and Brenda both have long bios that I'm going to read to not only give them enormous credibility, but out of respect for all their accomplishments, and it's just simply motivating. Eddie started running later in life. It's been one of the hardest but most rewarding challenges he's ever experienced. Through running, he has accomplished things he's never dreamed possible and met great people along the way. He married 48 years to college sweetheart Linda. They have two children and four grandchildren. In 2019, he started Lifelong Motion, a program to serve as a platform to support healthier lifestyles for adults age 55 plus through education, communication, and community involvement, emphasizing the importance of staying in motion as we age. Eddie loves spending time with his daughter, son, grandchildren, gardening, U.S. history, and of course, running with associates and staying in shape. He started running at age 57 to stop the advancement of diabetes. His first 5K was 2640, and then he joined Without Limits coaching program at age 59. At age 61, he ran a sub-20-minute 5K at the Raleigh Rocks race with a time of 1958 and took first place in his age group. At the North Carolina USATF 5K State Championship, he placed first place in his age group with the best time for age 60-plus in a time of 2027. That same year, he ran the one-mile city track meet with a time of 547, placing first in his age group. At age 63, he placed second in the Grand Masters Division at the North Carolina Roadrunners 5K State Championship with a 2017. At age 64, he placed second in his age group with a time of 5.58 at the USATF North Carolina One Mile State Championship, the Mag Mile in Raleigh, NC. At 65, he placed first in his age group at the Azalea Parade Mile with a time of 5.47. And at age 66, he placed first place at the age group in his age group at the Azalea Parade Mile with a time of 5.58. He also placed first place in the Male Masters age group on the challenging hilly course of Glacier Challenge 5K in Whitefish Lake, Montana. At age 69, he won the gold medal, first place in his age group with a time of 20.37 at the North Carolina Senior Games 5K State Championship in Cary. And at age 70, for his birthday challenge, he did a 7-mile run, 70 push-ups, 10 mile, ten push-ups each mile, 70 times 70 meter sprints, 70 second plank, a seven minute plank, all accomplished in 70 minutes. And his latest accomplishment was a 36 minute and 20 second plank hold for the plank challenge. Pretty amazing. On to Brenda Eslack, who has an incredible biography. She started running back at the age of 47. She's the current president of the Wilmington Roadrunners Club here in Wilmington, North Carolina. She ran her first half marathon at the age of 50 at the Battleship Half Marathon in 2010 with a time of 1.40.47. Since then, she's placed first in her age group at the Savannah Rock and Roll in 2011, which is her current PR of 1.32.57 in the half marathon. She's placed first in her age group at the Wrightsville Beach Half Marathon in 2011, the Battleship Half in 2012, the Cleveland Rock and Roll in 2013, the Raleigh Rock and Roll in 2014, the Asheville Half Marathon in 2015, at the New Orleans Rock and Roll in 2016. She broke the course record in her age group, 55-59, at the Towpath Half Marathon in Boston, Ohio in 2018 in a one-hour and 40-minute 
time. She has an unofficial state record for age 55 to 59 in the state of North Carolina for the half marathon at the Battleship Half Marathon in 2019 with a time of 138.34. Since I personally asked her to run her first marathon here in her hometown, which she did and I'm thankful for, Brenda ran her first 26.2 at the age of 56 here in Wilmington at the Wilmington NC Marathon, formerly known as the Rikesville Beach Marathon, and placed first in the 55 to 59 age group with a time just under 339, which qualified her for Boston. In Boston in 2017, she placed 24th in her age group 55 to 59 ladies with a time of 341 and finished in the top 100 in 2018 in that epic weather year. In 2019, she ran the Nashville Rock and Roll Marathon and placed first with a time of 332, which is her current PR, and qualified her once again to run Boston in 2021. Besides the unofficial half marathon North Carolina state record in the 55 to 59 female age group, she has also unofficially broke the 5K record with a time of 2033 in May of 2019 at the run for the Tatas 5K. She currently holds the Senior Games North Carolina State Records in the same age group for all a 5K trail race, 800 meters, and 1500 meters. She qualified to compete in the National Senior Games, which occurs every two years in June 2019 in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and raced for the gold in the 1500 with a 551.6 and placed second in the 800 with a 246.7. The 800 time is in the record books for the fourth fastest 800 since the games began in 1987. She has also done quite well in age-graded events locally, winning the Copperhead 20K solo event in 2018 and then being on several winning relay teams uh, that were age-graded in the Southern Tour Ultra and the Copperhead. She recently won the age-graded Memorial Mile with a time of 5.57, which places her in the 91th percentile of all runners in her age group in the world. Besides running... Brenda likes kayaking, biking, in the warm weather months. Now here's the podcast to talk about the aging athlete with Brenda Eslack and Eddie Buchanan. All right, so I'm in the studio today with Brenda and Eddie. Brenda Eslack is 60 years old and Eddie Buchanan 70 years old. Both of them have been running for quite some time. Um, Brenda is probably most known for her uh, national, you're a national champion, correct? Yes, um, last year was the first year that I did that. It was the um, at the track meet in Albuquerque, and I was the fifteen hundred. I won the fifteen hundred, and then second in the eight hundred. And what did you run? In the fifteen hundred, it was a um, five fifty one, and the eight hundred I did a two forty six. That's incredible! And you just ran our virtual Memorial Mile and Cinco de Mile, which we did virtually um, over the last month and we age graded it so i know you love age graded races so you ran 616 in the first one yeah and then i let you pick your own course which uh i i I think your course looked legit but you ran 557 in the second one yes for the mile and i had a pacer and you had a pacer (laughs) so those equated to the fastest one which being 422 but it puts you in the 90th percentile in the country when it comes to age grading. Do you know what that means? Do you understand like how good that is? Once someone told me about age grading, it's become my friend. <laughs> so. Yeah, Brenda and I became really good friends when I started putting on age graded races. So uh, a shameless plug out there, but I do put on two age graded events, the Copperhead uh, Beer Relay and the Southern Tour Ultra Team Relay, and they're both team age graded events. So Brenda and Eddie are high-profile 
the most wanted runners in town on the teams. But this is an important subject for so many of us as we age. If you're a lifelong runner like myself, I started at 11 years old. I've been running for 26 years. I'm about 30, turning 37 this summer, but I'm feeling it. And I'm only 37, so I can imagine what it must be like at age 60 for Brenda and 70 for Eddie. So this is more of an educational, hearing about their stories, their situations, their setbacks, how long it's taken, what keeps them and what, what keeps them driving. I know a lot about Eddie's training because I've coached him for, for 10 years, and I know a lot about Brenda's racing because I've watched her tear up the master scene for, for 10 to 12 years that I've lived here. So, Brenda, what keeps you running? Simple question. I like the um, accomplishment of it, knowing that what it's hard to go out for a run. And I like every when I finish the run, I feel so um, accomplished because depending on what it is you're doing, you do get to that point where sometimes it's hard to get out the door. And I procrastinate a lot, especially now when I'm running solo. But once I'm out there, I put the miles in my head. And when I'm done, I feel gratified that I was still able to do that especially as you get older, I think you feel even more accomplished that you're still able to go and, and go for a run. It's just the, the feeling of, of um, gratitude knowing that you just did that. Eddie, same question. What keeps you running? Uh, I guess first I have to say health. Uh, that's, that's a big factor to stay healthy. Uh, second, I love competition. And um, I guess running really it really takes me out of my comfort zone and I like that because it's a challenge and I just love the euphoria you have after you finish the run especially a race if you do well in the race uh, then it, there's no way you can tell anybody what kind of the way you feel internally that euphoria that you get from it. I call that the runner's high I, I don't know what the, runner's the high after is. you feel the after you feel the runner's high yes do you ever feel the runner's high during your runs? Never, never have. <laughs> never have. I don't know what people are saying when they say, I get a runner's high when I'm running. I, I, listen, I'm gasping for air trying to, you know, make the finish line. But uh, when I finish, uh, oh, gosh, the endorphins that, that, you know, that have built up, all that, it's, it's an incredible feeling. But practice is, I get a lot out of practice. I really do. I love the teamwork. I love the people I run with. I mean, that's all part of the deal. It's, it's so important. The it's the family. Aspect. Yes, it's the family. It's a, it's a team. So would you guys, would you both, can say, would you both consider that obviously you're, you're, you're both competitive, but you want to stay healthy running because you enjoy the socialization of the sport as well? I mean, is that Absolutely. true? Yeah, it's, and, you know, it's, you've got to work at it to stay healthy it's especially at our age you, you have to work at it you have to do the extras as mm -hmm. you say and uh that's that's a, a part of the routine every day that i do to, because I, I i've been out i know what it's like to be able to sit on the sidelines and watch and i don't like it yeah i like to be in there for you eddie you like the socialization part but you're aging you're 70 now not to push that because you don't look 70 and you still beat us all in planks, which we're going to get to about that, by the way. <laughs> um, 
but it's the only thing when it when when practice gets competitive or or do you still want to beat the young guys does that make you feel like how does that make you feel when you when you're still you know put putting the hurt down on some of the some of the people who are younger than you i'm not out there to beat the young guys that's not you know that's not my goal my goal is to maintain i i'm not i'm not able to make the prs that i used to i can't do that anymore i mean physically it's that's gone from my life but that's okay so i feel what i get from running with the younger guys and ladies uh is the fact that they push me i don't mean physically but they push me but i mean just them being there gives me motivation and i I love to watch them grow because they're growing you know still and and that's what keeps me going, and it gives me incentive to, to push harder to do that. And that's why I like to be with, with people when I run. So. Brenda, how about you? Competition versus social. Can you, can you weigh in on a little bit of being 60 years old? You're still competing. You still compete against younger, the, the younger generation of runners that are in the half marathons and the 5Ks and things like that. Does it push you to try to beat people? What's your philosophy on that? My goal, and I know a lot of my friends would disagree, but I had to get used to not beating the younger generation because there was a time when I I was, but now I'm trying to hang with them or be within a certain distance from them because all my friends are getting, they're still young, that a lot of them haven't even reached 40 years old yet. So for me to be able to maintain or hang with them is um, is what I'm accomplishing now. I'm I'm still competitive within the boundaries of my age group. You know, I'm I'm realistic on my competition, and now it's more about what I can do with my time and not who I'm beating. For me, it's um, I am I'm a competitive person in 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 general in life competition for me comes naturally the competition is what drives me you know in a lot of areas of my life so um, when I say beating people I'm in general terms of it keeps me going to train sometimes to see hey this guy did this and he's in my age group and so I I know deep down you're you both are being humble but there's got to be a touch a touch of that where you see somebody and it drives you a little bit to say, I'm going to try to edge them out in a race. Yes or no, Eddie? Yes. And I, look, when it comes to race day, it's competition. I mean, it's, 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 all, it's all out. Because I've seen you run, and I've seen Brenda run. And, and there's got, there's, I know there's, that, I, that, there's the I drive wanna, in there. I want to beat somebody <laughs> on, on, on race day. <laughs> no, I'm trying to catch Brenda half the time. But, uh, it, you know, I, I, look. When I, when we went to the states, I looked I looked people up. I looked at what they were running. I you know I, I do my, my I do my homework to say okay who am I up against? Uh, what are these guys run? What's the weather going to be? What advantages do I have? And then I talk to my coach, and he helps me you know get through the okay the, you know worry about this don't worry about that that type of thing. But I love the competition when it comes to race day. I mean, that's that's all what it's all about. Brenda, I mean, there, there's got to be some of that competition, correct? Because I know with even me doing the age-rated mile, there was only about a handful of people I was even concerned about. 
in the first mile, and you were one. Because I'm like, Brenda's going to run some low six time, and I'm going to have to run at least 426 to 428 solo on my own to get the age grade to beat Brenda. She smoked me on the second one. But the first one, I, I was, you know, for sure. So I do, and I am, I am competitive in that way, too, as far as looking up times. I don't think I've pretty much entered a race traveling that I haven't looked at the person that won or the um, competition. So I do the same thing. As far as age grade, I even get to the point where before a race, I'll put in a time and I'll say, what do I have to do? What am I going to do to bit to get this high age grade percentage, what's 80%. So the um, new age has put me way up there and that's extremely exciting. In the 90th percentile, so 90, 98% and up is world class, 80 to 90 is national class and Brenda got world class by, I think she was 91% or just, just right there. So it's pretty impressive. That that has, so when you say age grade, I said, I have, um, I've been looking that up, and it is really exciting, especially in our age, to look that, to have that handicap. And But I do the same thing. I went to Atlanta this past, um, it was March 1st, looked at the times, said, okay, this is what I'm going to try to do. I, You know, I didn't um, pace with Meb. I was ahead of him. <laughs> I kept looking for Meb. It's like, where's Meb? So that race, when I finished, I, I knew I had a good, time for the competition but little did I know what competition was coming to town I didn't think about the fact that it was the trials and the best of the best was also coming to town that day so the big a big question people that are aging maybe they're in maybe they're me they're 37 why why do I keep running when am I gonna start to slip you know um, I just PR'd in the marathon, but I, I still feel like I've got it, you know. But I see guys who are in their 40s who might be in a different place in their life. They don't have two young kids that are – they're still getting personal bests. Brenda, you're getting – you were getting personal bests the last few years. Um, Eddie, when I was coaching you, you were getting personal bests in your mid-60s. Now, I think you both started later in life and – uh, Brenda, you started when you were in your mid-40s. Is that right, running? I came back to running. I did cross-country and track in high school. I started running again when I was 47, and that's when And I hadn't done any distance. You know, my first half was when I was 50. So I hadn't run seven miles before um, the age of 47. What got you back? Why? Why did you start again? It was um, my brother had passed away. And he he had mental illness, and he had run a lot. So he was a big runner, not a competitive runner. He just did that to um, help keep himself busy. So when he passed away, and he was fairly young, he was 56 years old, I started running actually as a tribute to him. That's what got me started running. And because I wanted to be healthy, with him passing away young, I figured I, I should start and be living a healthy lifestyle. That's very ironic that you said that because I just did a podcast, episode eight, um, with Father Richard Sutter, and I asked him how to pray when you're racing. And he said, you need to pray for somebody instead of yourself and your self-improvement. 
to pray for someone else and you'll race better. And now Brenda attributed running, getting back to it, to, to her brother and look at what happened. It's pretty amazing. I mean, that's a really, I didn't know that. So I, I love these podcasts because I learned so much about people just listening to that. So that, that's, that's really great. Eddie, what got you into running? Um, you started when you were 50. I remember seeing Eddie at the track. 57. 57. Okay. I remember seeing at the track and, and he talked to me. He's like, well, what, what group do you guys have going? And I can't remember exactly. You might be able to refresh my memory, but he was just going out there and running three miles as hard as he could every time he ran to see if he could improve. I said, maybe I can help you. And so, but what got you into running and um, what keeps, you know, obviously we kind of went over what keeps you going, but what got you into it? I went to my primary care physician for my annual physical uh, when I was 57. And my blood sugar had been creeping up uh, every every physical, every year, just creeping up, creeping up. Diabetes type 1 type and 2 running my family. And, uh, and he just told me, he said, listen, you're going to be diabetic. No question about it. He said, you will be diabetic soon. And I said, is there anything I can do, anything, to keep it away? Because I knew what it did to my father. I knew what it did to my cousins. And uh, he said, well, you can go on a rigorous exercise program. Give it a try. So my best friend, Andy Atkinson, had just, he had been hounding me to run with him. And I told him, no, I don't like to run. And uh, so I called him. I said, okay, here I am. Let's get this done, you know. <laughs> so I went out and I ran. You know, I could run maybe 200 meters and stop and just about die. And so Andy hung in there with me and we started running together. Uh, and then one day he came in and he said, okay, you're gonna run your first race. I said, no, I'm not. He said, oh yeah. He said, there's a seaside shuffle race, right to beach, you're gonna run it. I said, I don't wanna run a race. He said, you're gonna run a race with me. So I did. And when I crossed the finish line, God, I, I mean, it was like 27 minutes or something like that. I was hooked, that was it. And, uh, and then Andy was involved in a bike accident and he broke his collarbone and I was banging away by myself running. And like you said, I was running three miles, go out, run three miles, go out, run three miles. And I saw this group at the track one day and that was without limits. And, uh, I remember I walked up to Tom and I said, Hey, do, do you take in old guys? And, uh, Tom said, well, what are you doing? And then I'm running three miles, I'm running three miles, you know, and, uh, and, and uh, he said, well, you know, what's your goals? And I told him, and he said, well, okay, show up show up for practice. And that's when it all started. That was 10 years ago. So. Pretty amazing. It was a, good, it was a great story. Um, it was a great – I remember taking that on. And, of course, I was younger. So when I started coaching, um, the one thing I always had, you know, wait till you get older, wait till you have kids, wait and, – and, you know, I'm, I'm there, okay? I'm not older, older yet, but I've got kids. I see – how it accelerates the aging process when you don't sleep, <laughs> you know. So, um, it what it, what was really fun to watch was Eddie's improvement and Brenda's improvement um, that I got to watch over the time uh, that I've lived in Wilmington. But the inevitable happens: you get hurt, the body doesn't recover as well as you age, so. The big, huge question mark, what do you do about injury? And that the, the fact that PRs are kind of hit or miss now, they're probably not 
happening as often. They're not happening as often for me too. I didn't had most of my PRs when I was younger. Um, but what do you do? What do you do about that? Tell me uh, what you guys do to stay healthy on a regular basis. What is what? What is your secret? You have a 60 year old female here, one of the top female runners in the country at her age, and a 70 year old who's still breaking 21 minutes for the 5K and running a low six in the mile. Why and what is your secret, Brenda? And when I was talking to Eddie earlier today, one of the things, um, so it starts in the morning, and, and I am taking the runner's daily vitamin. I did start taking that. So thanks for the plug on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, 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 I have been taking that and that's, that's, you know, that's just something new that I have added, but it starts in the morning. I'm constantly, I get up in the morning, I roll, I start with a um, plantar fasciitis ball. I start rolling my feet and then I'll do a little bit of um, the massaging with a stick. So I do start to do that. Then after a run, I stretch. So it's constantly maintenance. I feel like there's more maintenance than I did a few years ago because that's the way to keep yourself better. I'm trying to stretch more. I try to make an effort every night after a run to stretch. I do a little rolling rolling pin on my calves. So the maintenance seems like it's there just as much um, as the running, but, but it is important trying to get enough sleep and trying to eat healthy. I'm, I'm not the best when it comes to healthy eating, but I try to do better. <laughs> is, it, is it exhausting to, to stay maintenance, maintained, or do you do things during your maintenance that, that you feel like this is worth it? No. <laughs> I don't like stretching, but it is, it is something that you have to do, especially as you get older. I feel like I wasn't doing that five or six years ago and it does seem like it's just a part of what you have to do I'm making myself and talking myself into trying to do yoga the foam rolling in front of the tv I mean that that's something you can do while you're watching tv but but I don't find or it all of that <laughs> but I find that the maintenance is tedious but really important Eddie, what's your secret? Well, I wish I could say uh, when I spring out of bed every morning, but uh, those days are gone. Uh, I, I Actually, when I wake up every day, I sit on the side of the bed, and then I go through the ABCs with my you know, feet, do the motions, and then I get out, and I, I do some foam rolling and all that, and I take it uh, one step at a time. But I, I stretch every day, sometimes two and three times a day, uh, stretching is the key to flexibility. Flexibility is the key to running and staying healthy. And so I uh, also do yoga. We do it. I do, uh, I, you know, I started instead of just running all the time, you know, with, with your help, Tom, we've incorporated some different things. We've, uh, we've started water running and, uh, and then elliptical instead of banging away, you know, pounding uh, on the pavement. But so I spend a lot of time uh, with stretching and and uh, and doing the extras to to stay healthy. And do I enjoy it? No, not I really don't. But I know that's what I have to do to show up to practice, and that's where I want to be. 
to do that. That's great. Um, and, and I love those answers, and they're all there's there's no incorrect answer because you guys are the model, you know, the model grandmasters athletes. So that goes without saying. We we, I want to be an athlete all my life. I don't want to ever stop. Whatever that is. I'm lucky I can fall back on biking when I don't want to run or don't feel like running. It's 100 degrees outside or swimming. But why do you all keep doing this? Like my last statement, why aren't you somewhere golfing and doing things that aren't so painful? Because we all know that running is, is painful, right? There are many times I will humbly say that I've gone on many runs and I've raced many times where I questioned my own sanity at the time saying, why are you doing this? Why did you pick this sport? <laughs> because it it's hurts. But then of course you cross the finish line and, and the reward is self-accomplishment and maybe you raced for somebody else that day. So I began doing that, racing for other people. You know, that's a, a personal thing, but that's just what I've tried to learn to do. What keeps you going why why do you keep doing this well because we can <laughs> that's the first one i've played softball and before before i got back into running i've always done something i was a softball player i've done bodybuilding i played soccer so and then i've taken the break where i i didn't really do much of anything except go into the gym and lift weights I just don't feel like there's any sport that I've done that doesn't give me more satisfaction than running because it's such a personal thing. Everybody everybody will see others' times, and that's what you have to stop doing after a while is not looking at what everybody else is doing, but then start to look at yourself and what you're able to accomplish, and especially during this solo time. I mean, I, I haven't been running with the group as much, but I'm still out there setting a goal for myself every time I step out the door I have a goal whether it's going to be an easy run whether it's going to be a hard run whatever I'm doing I have that goal in my head and when I get when I step outside the door this is what I'm going to do today and accomplishing that goal every time I run is is a really great feeling of a of satisfaction knowing that I did what I set out to do Eddie you're up what keeps you running uh, I think George Bernard Shaw said it best. He said, uh, we don't stop playing because we grow old. That we grow old because we stop playing. And um, running was something that I started and I got better at. And I, and I really got a bang out of it. A lot of joy out of it. And so that's, it gives me a lot of self-satisfaction to do this. Uh, every time you put it on the line and the gun goes off, it's just, you know, it's something about that I, I really enjoy. And I want to keep doing it as long as I can. And uh, so I have to do the things that I have to do to stay there because I, I really do enjoy it. And it's something I can grow older with, and I'm going to do it as long as I can. So, Eddie, fun. what's the hardest thing about being a distance runner? I think the hardest thing uh, is the self-discipline. You you have to get out there and do it. Nobody's going to do it for you. It's it's all up to you when it really comes down to it. And practices are hard. So I found a way that 
I really enjoy practices. I remember one day after practice, I asked you when you were in college, did you, and ran collegiate, did you really enjoy practices that much? Did you get, did you get a high off practices when you did well? And you said, no, I don't know. I never really thought about it. Well, I do. I get, when I do well in practice and I make the times and paces, I get a real big high from that. But you're not going to be good at a race unless you practice. So I take practice very seriously. And, uh, and that keeps me motivated to, to do well. The answer to that question is yes, I did get a high when I did well. I loved it. And when I did bad, I didn't love it. There was a, it, was a, it was a lot different. There was a lot pre- more pressure in college for me. Um, I've learned to get past that. I mean, if I probably would have had the, the, the brain and the sense that I have now, I wouldn't have gotten so down about performances and practice because that's not what practice is supposed to be right. about, you know. But it does give you a sense of accomplishment when you do well. Now I'm just happy if I get out there and just have a good workout. I just, I, I don't, you know, I kind of look at it as like, hey, I got my workout in and I'm happy about that, <laughs> you know. So, Brenda, what's the hardest thing for you about running? For me, th- during the long runs, I look, I actually look forward to a 10-mile run. Speed work is my kryptonite. <laughs> I have to mentally prepare myself for speed work and that's where um that's where the mental pain comes in anything above a 400 for me at a at a high pace that's my the hardest thing that I have to do and that's what hits me mentally I I wind with my people running with me I said I can't do this and in my mind but then I do it so when I accomplish a speed workout to me that that's um feel good about it because it is hard the 10 mile run i i look forward to it and i actually enjoy that more does the pain cave get easier with age because you get old old man and old woman strength (laughs) like they claim or is the pain cave harder when you get older i would have to say harder I find that in the last few years accomplishing doing what I've had to do because I, I set these goals, you know, going to nationals, doing a track meet, that's new for me to, to um, go back to the shorter distance. And I found that that's, that's um, harder, harder on me. The one thing I admire about you, Brenda, is when we, we had these citywide track meets um, here in Wilmington, and it was mostly high school kids, I would say, mostly middle school and high school kids. And I honestly would get a little disappointed that more adults wouldn't come out. And the reason why I never got a sense of why, like why, like thousands of people come out for road races, why don't they come on the track? Because the track is tough, it's intimidating, and you always came out. Brenda always came out. Eddie came out a couple times too. But they weren't afraid to get out and do something they did not care about what other people thought and the message that i know about these two is they keep getting out there no matter what how no no matter how old or young they were or are no matter how they feel uh no there's that like eddie said the self-determination you have to make a choice whether you're going to care about how you feel and how you come out of it You'll never know if you don't take the chance. And I remember Brenda ran and she PR'd in the mile at the citywide meet, right? Didn't you PR in that day in the mile? Like at the time you, you PR'd before you went to nationals? 
or came close? I, I probably came close. Yeah. Close I mean, you, you to. Crushed it, yeah. Though. No, you I. Beat some kids in yeah. high school. <laughs> I mean, that, that had to make you feel good. It it did. It does. <laughs> it always makes me feel good. You have to realize most of the time I am running with people who are thirty years younger. When it comes to the speed work, I'm I'm running with um those that are thirty years younger because for some reason that's the nemesis for a lot of older people. Where if you're a competitive runner, I I feel speed work is really important. So so. The intimidation of the track meet was everyone's watching. <laughs> In a road race, you can hide, but on a track meet, you can't hide. So that, that I think, is intimidating also for some. Well, what's your advice to people who are intimidated? You never know how you're going to do till you get out there and try. I mean, eventually, at the start line, you may be nervous, but once you start running, all, all that really disappears, and then you just start focusing on the way you did would do in a road race. It all goes, it all disappears, and you're just worried about finishing and accomplishing that mile or 800. That's funny. I had a motion, motivational podcast speaker, um, John Maxwell, I think, said that you're most nervous prior to any activity that you do. It's that during the activity, you're never nervous, and you can, if you can remember that, you won't you, you might get less nervous like for example i when it, when we went skydiving i went skydiving uh, um and annette annette went out the uh the plane first and i watched her roll out of the plane and i'm dude i was about to throw up but I'm, but when i went out of the plane myself i'm like well here we go i mean <laughs> this is it and when i was falling free falling i wasn't nervous I was calm. I was actually at peace at that point. So all the nerves went away during the activity. So that's a good, and that, that was an analogy for what you said, and it makes total sense that for people the message is, is look, nerves are good. They give you adrenaline rush. They give you a little bit extra push that you wouldn't have necessarily on workout day that comes in race day. You get that fight or flight response. The nerves are good as long as you don't, you know, you don't overcook yourself with complete anxiety. That's you shouldn't have that. But nerves are good. So Eddie, what's your advice to people who might be intimidated out there? And a little background on Eddie: he also did that track meet, and he broke six minutes when he was 69 years old. He broke six minutes in the mile. That was his goal, and there was a group of high school kids that he had to sit on. And I'm like yelling at the top of my lungs, stay on those young kids, stay on them. And these kids are looking back like, who's this old man running behind me? It was awesome. It was awesome. But, but yeah. Just getting out there is the key. Like Brenda said, you just got to go out there. But th think about it this way. 99% uh, of the people that you are friends with would never do what you're doing. So, you know, if you want to be that 1% and get out there and just go for it, that's fine. It, the other thing is people are all concerned, what, what do they look like? Uh, if anybody needs to be concerned about it, it's me. I mean, I'm an old guy running bow-legged. So don't be intimidated by it. Uh, it's, it, it's fun. Uh, it, it's the people you meet is, are incredible. And that's a big part of out there, being out there with, with the group. All right, last question. Your biggest piece of advice your number one thing anybody could take away from the podcast today for anybody 
that's a that's getting into the sport that's maybe concerned about aging and how they continue what's your number one piece of advice on how to stay motivated to continue for the rest of your life running if if you never stop then then you'll probably be able to continue so as long as you're always moving i think that's the key it's when you stop that if your own body will probably shut down so as long as you're always moving you may not you may not get out there if you haven't been running you're not going to um, go out there and run a mile you know you have to start somewhere so start start somewhere it's going to hurt and just keep at it because consistency eventually is going to get you to the point where you're act you're going to enjoy what you're doing you're going to enjoy getting out the door and you're actually going to enjoy the fact that you can do this so i i think the important thing is just keep moving as long as you can eddie i think the people that are not runners that this is you know it's always a good time to, to start and don't expect great things to happen in the beginning but you're not going to believe how great it makes you feel when you take, a, you know, you advance a little bit each time. You might go a little bit further, may, you might go a little bit faster, but it, you're really going to feel good about it. It's something that, that, uh, that it's hard to describe, but once you do it, you, you want to do it again and again. The, the other thing is uh, for runners that are experienced now and going into the aging process, I think it's important to stop comparing yourself uh, to your younger self. You, 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 because aging is a process that all of us are going through. And we're all going to go to the end and, you know, and, and die. That's, that is the way the body works. So you need to enjoy the ride. And, and it's, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to tell people that yeah you're getting older and you're not going to be able to accomplish the things you did when you were younger but that's okay it's okay because you're still out there and that's the most important thing is you're out there and you're getting it done all right i'm listening i'm listening very very closely anybody have any last thoughts on on that you would want to say to anybody i think i would just like to um as a runner in this community say how wonderful the whole running community is runners are Runners are friends, no matter, I mean, that's what I like about running. You show up at races, everybody is congratulating you. You, It's a race that, or it's an event that you run a race, and at the finish line, that person that you just beat, you each turn around and you give each other a hug. So I, I think that that's, um, that's what I, I really like about running is the whole community and the way we all feel like we're one big group. I'm the same way, Brenda. The, the people that you meet, that I have been able to meet over the last 10 years has been incredible. From all different occupations, walks of life, uh, and, and it's not like one is out to get the other. It's, it's, it's a group of people that support each other. And I just love to watch people excel and, and do better. And, uh, and I love to, you know, to be there with them when that moment comes and to congratulate them all. But it's, it's, it's great to be with other people when you're out there running. I want to thank you guys for being here today. This is great. Thank you, Tom. It was great.